Hello, hello, hello. Um, welcome to today's edition of Startup Couches. And on the couch today, we have Abdul Hafiz Babatunde, the Chief Product Officer at Boxcon. Welcome, Hafiz. Hi, everyone. Um, hi, it's great to be here. Yeah, so um, on today's conversation, as you already know, um, at Startup Couches, what we do is we talk to founders that are building interesting products in markets that, you know, solving very big problems that we have in our communities and try to, you know, understand their businesses better and, you know, get a glimpse of their journey, you know, in this whole process. So welcome again, Hafiz. So um, my first question would be, you know, what is BoxCon? Can you tell the listeners on Startup Couches what BoxCon is and what it is you guys do actually? Um, okay, thank you very much. So yeah, BoxCon basically is a logistics tech um, startup that connects um, businesses to um, logistics service providers. Uh, we're currently based in Accra, Ghana, where we have been able to um, have an average volume of about a thousand deliveries per month. Oh, wow. Basically, the business just to um, easily connect um, individual dispatch riders that currently exist. There are quite a number of them. But unfortunately, because the, the system lacks a structure, it makes it very, very difficult to be able to access them and get the right dispatch service. So we bring up that layer of quality to the already existing system and then make things much more efficient with our technology. Wow. So that's actually a huge problem you guys are solving, right? Um, I guess my next question would be, you know, um, how did you guys get the idea of BoxCon? You know, what's the backstory like for you guys? So um, it started with um, during our time at um, the Multiple Entrepreneur School of Technology, MES. Okay. Uh, where we met, uh, the co-founders met there. Uh, basically, MES is. Uh, a program that allows um that connects um entrepreneurs across africa and then bring them um into a training program for a year and then try to teach them you know processes of market research how to get market insights and then build sustainable businesses mm. so uh one of those researches that we had um we had we had understood that there's a problem there's a logistics problem across the continent i think that's very obvious yeah, yeah. there's a supply chain problem so we did a deep dive uh, like months of market research spoke to a number of stakeholders got a hang of what exactly the problem was um, there were a lot there's still a lot of problems but then we figured the best ways to start with the um, lowest hanging fruits like the closest problem that we could solve easily and then scale it up from there yeah. so um moving things from point a to point b apparently was the easiest problem and the first problem we thought we could solve so we decided to start from there Okay, that's actually a very, very interesting backstory. Um, solving problems that just affect us and then seeing that it actually scales up to affecting a whole lot of people across the continent. So that's actually really, really amazing. Um, my next question would be um, very interesting. So what has been the most, the two most important moments of your journey so far at BoxCon? What would you say? Um, yeah, definitely. Graduating from the training program at Invest was definitely a highlight. Um, 
I think that that, that came with a lot of a lot of excellent validation of you know the past we're on and what we're trying to build. And then I think the second one will be closing one of the biggest deals that we've had so far with one of our biggest clients. I think that is also I think for me it's just things that help to remind us that we're on the right path and we're actually building something and solving a valid problem. Yeah, yeah, that's actually really really amazing. Um, I I can bet. Um, graduating from the MES program was really, really big highlight. And also, just closing your biggest clients, you know, that must have been really, really big. That must have felt good. So, yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. <laughs> congrats, congrats, I would say. Right. So, um, have you ever thought about, you know, an exit strategy, you know, with BoxCon? You know, sometimes when um, you have conversations around startups you get people talking about what they envision that their exit strategy to be like you know so have you ever thought of you know the path boxcon is going to take you know is it ipo is it the acquisition route you know what's the goal like what what, what are we looking at you know for boxcon for like year six year seven what does what does what does the you know the environment look like so um when you say exit strategy, right? When you say um, what the future holds, I think whatever happens at that point should be something that um, helps Boxcon to become a global, a global company, right? Like to globally scale the solution we have provided and we have worked on over the past six, seven years as at that point in time. So um, whatever the next step would be, would be a step that would ensure that that solution that currently exists, that solution that has been built, is going to be able to scale on a global level. So if it means partner with another people or another organization to be able to get to that level, if it means going public to be able to get to that level, whatever it takes to be able to scale a solution to work across both on a global scale, it's definitely going to be the next step for us. All right, so what I hear is whatever it takes, to get BoxCon on that global level is the exit strategy. That, that, that actually really, really makes sense to me, right? So um, you you and your team recently raised seed funding from one of the top African VCs. Um, so how has that helped, you know, with like operations or with like execution speed of um, the solution you guys are building and serving, you know, your customers? Um. Yeah, definitely. Money always helps. Money is always a good thing. <laughs> it's always a good thing. It's a good thing to have, especially when you have it on on good terms and for good vision and a good purpose, right? Like 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 we do in our in our case. Um, being able to raise that has really helped in terms of the speed that you're able to execute. I, I always like to say that it was actually more. It was more than just it was not just about the money it was more about the value so um it had put us in a position where we had been within a network of um other um within a network of startups that we're able to learn directly from or collaborate with or build with yeah. i think that's that's major value that we had at this early stage and it also provide us with infrastructure that was going to help us be able to build freely and to be able to you know get to the level where we want to get to so I think apart from the fact that yes, the seed funding was there, being able to get access to a network and get access to infrastructure was also one of the top values that I think really, really helped us while our speed of execution. Wow, um interesting, very, very interesting. Um and, and, and you guys are doing really, really well right now, you know, with um over one thousand um deliveries in a month. That's huge numbers for a startup that 
isn't even up to a year old so that's really really amazing right um so what's an interesting thing about the logistics space that ordinary people like myself don't know about what's something interesting that you would tell me now be like oh shit you know about your space um so everybody's everybody has a direct effect on logistics and this is what i mean so with us yeah my my co-founder likes to use the term democratizing the logistics space what that means is that there's a lot of um it is it seems as if if you don't go into the system you might not be able to actually see what is going on or have a clear picture of what is going on but that's not the case the case is where everybody at one point in time or the other moves and the fact that you're able to move means that you also have the capacity to move items with you oh 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 wow okay so <laughs> that opportunity that while you're moving there's also an avenue to it could be a box it could be a bag it could be a document yeah it could be a bag so why can't you leverage the fact that your movement can also aid the movement of other items and then leverage that and then try to scale it and make it more efficient mm. <laughs> that's super interesting wow okay <laughs> that's an idea that's an idea wow okay um yeah that's actually an interesting thing <laughs> So um, my next question is, what's the next big milestone for BoxCon? So like looking in the next six months, in the next one year, what's that next stage you guys want to hit? Um, growth. Yeah, I think that's, that's primarily um, our, our focus right now. We're trying to expand our value propositions and definitely expand our footprint across um, the continent, especially across East Africa. There's lots of um, movement of items across the countries in, in, on, in that part of the world. And then we see a lot of opportunity there. And also, considering the fact that the Africa Free Continental Trade Agreement has also come into the picture, meaning, um, movement of goods and services across multiple locations within the continent is supposed to be more streamlined while you can have been able to capitalize on that and make it more efficient so for us for the next six months there's growth to grow the team to become much more efficient and then to expand our presence across multiple countries hmm. all right that that that's really ambitious and i really really agree with the fact that um, there's a lot of movement between west and east of africa and so um, there's an opportunity there so yeah um, i think you guys are on the right path and you know my final question is personal and that would be if you were to go back to 2018 what would you change about your career would you change anything about your career 2018 uh 2018, 2018 was the year was... before you came to ghana yeah that was, that was that was that was my my service here in nigeria yeah. um well one thing i would have um probably changed was um so I, I explored with a lot of things. I I had tried so many things. At that 2018, I had had one field startup experience that I tried to build a business that's failed. Yes. So I think at that point, I would have learned. Um, one thing I would have loved to change is efficiency and focus. You know, being able to drive efficiently what it is that you're working on and being able to focus fully on it. But I think one of the reasons why um, that idea wasn't necessarily able to succeed as much as I have loved it too, was the fact that I was not as efficient as I was supposed to be and then I had I had so many other things I was trying to lay my hands on that 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 really had an effect on how that business grew 
So yeah, it's definitely my ability to you know, focus all of my energy and strength on one particular driver's vision and then being able to learn as much as possible and then put as much as possible effort and efficiency into it. Okay, so what I'm hearing is that if you went back in 2018, you are going to um, make sure that you had your focus really, really aligned and that you optimized really, 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 really seriously on efficiency. Wow, I think that's probably almost everyone's story, I would guess. Um, I was expecting something more dramatic, but yeah, I'll take this. Uh, <laughs> oh, like, like what? Oh, I wish I didn't go to school. That could also <laughs> you know, be. like, think about it. You know, you know how many yeah. how many dropout oh, founders oh. exist in Africa right now? Yeah. Well, the reason the reason I will not be able to say that was um the idea I had then the business I had then was built around that community of being students. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I I think perhaps it was it was it was well school did not have the direct effect you'd expect education to have in that context yeah. it did open my eyes to the fact that there are opportunities around and so many problems that we tend to be solved yeah all right all right that's so good so um on that note i'll say thank you so much hafiz it's been really really amazing having you sit on the couch today and you know talk about a bit of your journey with boxcon and just the impact that boxcon is making to the community um i think one of the interesting things you mentioned just made me understand that you know like logistics just affects everyone even myself that i'm moving from maybe my place to my place of work to you know and and, and that's really an amazing you know um, way to look at things and so just moving forward um i i i, I really like how much of goals and milestones you have set for yourself you know and the team and boxcon for the next year and i'm you know personally looking forward to just seeing more good news um more progress and i wish you the best so thank you so much for joining me on the couch today and have a lovely weekend thank you very much for the opportunity you too all right then bye all right, bye. All right guys this is it from Hafiz Babatunde, you have heard from um, the Chief Product Officer at BoxCon. And this is how we do it every single week. We get on the couch, relax, and discuss really, really important things with um, people building amazing products all across the world, um, where we get insights, we get the backstory of what they are doing, we get how impactful it is on our communities. And in turn, we hope, or I hope, that you that is listening to me right now, you know, learn from it and, you know, see the journeys of ordinary people who we look up to in our societies as builders. So thank you so much for joining and make sure that you subscribe to this as you're going to be getting new episodes every week and see you next time. Bye.